0: jesus is the god of your senses the message today is come to your senses you know that that old saying come to your senses now but the truth is the whole bible is about the coming alive in the kingdom of jesus it's about illuminating your five senses your smell your taste, your touch, your sight, and your hearing. You know, faith comes by hearing. Hearing comes by the Word of God. But I want you to take all your techniques and practices that you've learned all over the years, exercise, reading, sleeping, breathing, listening, hearing, touching, and start to really believe the Bible. Here's one scripture that says this in the book of Exodus. The candlestick also for the light and his furniture and his lamps with the oil for the light and the incense altar and the staves And the anointing oil and the sweet incense the hanging of the door at the entering of the tabernacle, in of the tabernacle. Anytime you enter into God's presence, there's a sweet, holy smell. It's like when you take a smell of our new products from totally religious essential oils, the heaven sense of the smell of frankincense, lavender, cinnamon. The anointing oil when you put on on somebody, when you heal someone, is really the anointed presence of God's Spirit. So when you touch them with your senses of His omnipresent Spirit dwelling, they can feel His touch. And anything God touches becomes light, becomes life becomes healed. That's why when John the Baptist said he, he bare record saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove and it abode upon Jesus after he baptized him in the water. Can you see right now that precious Spirit of God, the promise of the Father, going into your heart and soul as you breathe in? The presence of God. I mean, that's what he—that's what he told his disciples, and when he reappeared, then Jesus said unto them, "Now this is when he is risen from the dead, glorified. Peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, even so send I you." And and when he had said this, he breathed on them. The breath of God. And saith unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, they're remitted unto them. Whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. So somebody is looking for you right now, broken. Suffering, they need an answer, but they need to be touched with the holiness of God, and the only place they can get that is through you, sanctified in the presence of God. That's the life of Jesus. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your, your bodies, living sacrifice holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that which is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. In other words, your physical matter of your mind needs to be quickened by His physical omnipresent spirit inside of you. Christ in you in the hope of glory. And when you can start to feel the presence of peace and clarity, you speak hope and faith. The love of God coursing through your veins. God's a spirit. They that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and truth. So your senses become alive as your blood circulates the power and presence of God. And when you start to practice your breathing to relax, as you're breathing in in meditation, see the presence of of that omnipresent Holy Ghost Dove go into you in light and glory through your whole body, which backs off darkness. Come to your senses and see that light. Did you know that God's countenance will change your face? But you got to see his face first. That's what he said to the disciples. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered. And his raiment was white and glistening. So when somebody comes to you for a deliverance from demons, doctrines of devils, hardships, boredom, rebellion, brokenness, You have the cure inside of you. And when you speak forth and manifest His glory like a city setting on a hill, God will manifest to them. They saw His glory. They bore witness of that divine presence. He told them throughout the Bible, you are my divine witness. But if the Lord's really in you, His countenance will be seen in you. That's wisdom. So you and get, get this wisdom. So you understand what the Bible truly translates into from a mystery to plain truth and love. The joy of the Lord, your strength. Who is as a wise man, who knows the interpretation of a thing man's wisdom makes his face to shine. The boldness of his countenance should be changed. That's how you turn the water into wine. That's how Jesus told them to load up into the six firkins or six pots water and bring it to the king. This is the first miracle he did to translate them. And brand bring him the finest wine. In other words, the vineyard of God is the sweetest, finest wine that's ever been made. And what that really translates into is you drink his blood and eat his flesh. And you consume the blood of his New Testament. You can't put this wine in your own life, but you've got to put it in the new life. In other words, without holiness, no man shall see God. Follow after peace and holiness, for without it, no man shall see God. That's how you enter into a dimensional ch- change in your, in, your, in your life. That's how your senses start to take on the mind of Christ, and you can smell demons in loveliness, holiness in defilement. That's why if somebody's coming to you, scriptures are full of the living rivers of the living water of life. But unless you take on the new wine into the new life, it'll tear you apart when dealing with the supernatural. So the Bible says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of the living water, as the scriptures have said. Because it's as it's written. But the Lord was speaking of the Holy Ghost in you. There's nothing new under the sun. You can train your mind to do a lot of things self-control everything about self but every time you put self into your senses put god in your senses instead of self you translate and so when god starts to come back and quicken you but your body by the spirit when this in that day there shall be upon him the bells of the horse's holiness unto the Lord. And the pots in the Lord's house shall be like the bowls before the altar. Clean, holy, sanctified, but glorified in his presence. In a year that we have this treasure in earth and vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God, not of us. Behold, I send my messenger before, and he shall prepare the way before me. you got to be prepared like a, like a surgeon in prep for surgery for this translation to be healed from the curse, pain, the impossible. And the Lord whom you seek shall suddenly come to his temple. What temple are you? The temple of the harlot or the temple of the holy? He inhabits the praise of his people. Even the messenger of the covenant, whom ye delight in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord. But listen to this scripture. But whom, who may be able to abide in, his, in that day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appears? Remember, the devil's destroyed by the appearance of God in the brilliance or the brightness of his coming. Remember, when lights on, darkness scatters. That's not just spiritual, that's physical, and that's scientific fact. Because scientific fact is always based in the Word of God. Physical manifestations in the truth. If you trace it all the way back into the word of God, it's, he's infallible. And he shall sit as a refiner in a purifier of silver. And he shall purify the sons of Levi and shall purify them as gold and silver. That they may offer in the Lord an offer of righteousness, But this verse before that said, Who shall be able to abide at his coming? So when God manifests to you, who shall stand when he appears? For he's like a refiner's fire and like a fuller's soap. In other words, Ajax can't wipe off his brilliance. And if you're a mess, he wants to purify and cleanse you with his presence. Heal you so you can be glorified in him. So you can take him to a dark, desperate, and dying world that's been overrun in the flood of sin. Doctrines. And you can go in these institutions with your soul burning bright with that light and change the landscape. So, as you're breathing in this life, God's given you the power to change. Well, I always want to tell you, bodily exercise profits you nothing, but write this as I've told you before, but godliness is profitable unto all things. You want to prosper and be in health, even as a soul prospers? Put the light of Jesus, the spoken living word, and be translated in the spirit of his presence. And let your breath start to have life. Let your water start to be purified as you give life as shall be given. Let your blood be cured of godlessness, hopelessness, loneliness, untruth in Satan. Let his light open your eyes. This is the gospel, and it's marvelous in our eyes. And I, I just always want to tell you this because we're coming into some dark hours. It's the, it's the perilous times time. And it's overwhelming at times. But you've got to be the overcomer of the word of your testimony through the blood of the Lamb, and you'll repel darkness. Now, that's how the gospel spreads. That's how the kingdom of God is spread. It is through much tribulation in you that's how it's spread. That's what he told his disciples throughout time. That's what he told Paul when he appeared to them. That's what I've lived for 20 years. Look at this scripture. Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them and continuing in the faith. In that we must, through much tribulation, enter in the kingdom of, kingdom of God. That's what you've come to here. And imagine laying there like that crippled man next to the pool of Siloam, and where the angel would stir him out again, but he had no help to set him in the pool. Thirty-eight years in torment. Then Jesus said it with his one touch take up thy bed and walk thou shalt be made whole thy faith has made you whole you want to be made whole you want to quit suffering you want to back off darkness violence death and disease it's Jesus you are come onto the Mount Zion and the." city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to the innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Remember he told that? Malfactoring the cross after he confessed the good confession to him, he said, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. That's what you have access right now to. Come to your senses into Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of the sprinkling that speaketh of better things than Abel. Our God's a consuming fire, so if you're feeling the fire of God through this spirit going down your backbone or giving you comfort in your soul where you can breathe and rest from your sorrows. Come to the light. Breathe in this oxygen of his presence. Speak purity and life and power. Let somebody hear the truth of God. Touch them with Natural affection and let Jesus come out through your senses. And when the Holy Ghost bears witness through your whole body, you'll get quickened, goosebumps, like a sweet wind of roses and lavender coursing through and up and down your body. God's beautiful love, when you come to His senses, and He'll save the best for last. As you're turning your water into wine, the glorified Christ that you can see, hear, taste, touch, speak, and flow in. His power and His Spirit in His oneness and the Father Himself. You want more? You know where to go. In Jesus' holy name.